all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the woe with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Let's go. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we're open and we're ready right now. In Jesus' name, let's make that declaration. Say, I'm open and I'm ready. Grab a seat. Let's go to work. We're in week four of our series, Proverbs. What does Proverbs mean? Wise sayings. James 1.5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, how do I know I lack wisdom in any area of my life? Why? My life is a report card of where I lack wisdom. Any place you see repetition of cycles and circles, it's an indication that there's a lack of wisdom. Everybody pay attention. It is not your situation's fault. It is your fault. You need to look at your report card and then adjust. Come on. Open your mouth. Say, my life is a report card. If you keep having health challenges, you lack wisdom. You keep having, watch me, challenges with other people. Watch me. It's not other people. It's you. It means you need to change how you move with other people. You need to change how you interact with other people. Watch me. Stop expecting you out of other people. For some of you, your problem is is that you think everybody should be like you, but if everybody was like you, then you wouldn't be you because you would be like everybody else. I need you to open up your mouth and say, Lord, show me where I lack wisdom. Show me. Then the Bible says if you lack wisdom, which means first I got to be open and honest with myself to admit that there are some areas where I may not have the wisdom that I think that I do. See, knowledge and wisdom are not the same. Knowledge is information. Wisdom is implementation. Knowledge, watch me, is, uh, is, is the what to do, but wisdom is the how and the why to do it. See, you can have knowledge but not be wise, and you're not just going to be smart. You're going to be both of them. You're going to be smart and wise. Watch me. I know a lot of smart people, but their life doesn't reflect their knowledge because wisdom will out do smart every single day. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say you're smart and wise. Come on. Come on. Prophesy to yourself again. Say you're smart and you're wise. He says, if anybody lacks wisdom, so I got to be open and honest to admit that there may be some areas I lack wisdom. And this is the area where many Christians face challenges is because you think that admitting weakness, watch me, is making you weak. 
You think that admitting weakness makes you weak. It doesn't make you weak. It makes you meek. Come on. Meek means this, that I am submitted. Meek means this. The Bible says that Jesus was meek. It means I am submitted. Watch me. And I am a student. Pay attention. When I admit there's some areas where I need some wisdom, it makes me just like Jesus. Watch me. So the only reason the enemy wants you to be arrogant and prideful and say, I'm good. I don't need wisdom. is so that he can keep you from being like the one who you say you want to be like. But I need you to open your mouth, declare this, say, I'm becoming more like Jesus, more like Jesus. Every single day. And watch me. I may not be, come on, y'all, where I want to be. But I can thank God that I am not where I used to be. Why? Because yesterday I may have cussed about it, but today I prayed about it. Yesterday you may have been upset about it, but today you got wiser. Today you got better. Today you got stronger. Somebody say, I'm smart and wise. I don't hear you. Sound it like an army. Say, I'm smart and wise. Watch me. He says, let him ask God. Who gives how? Generously to all without reproach. God says, I'm not going to take it back. And it will be given to him. So God answers the prayer that we pray for wisdom in three primary ways. You should know these by now. Through your leader. That's the purpose of coming to church. You come to church to get wisdom. You come to church not just to feel better. You come to church to be better. Watch me. If you're only chasing inspiration, then you will never have implementation of the information that you got during the situation. Let's talk. So that means, watch me, how do I know, give me the sword, how do I know, how do I know that the word is working? It's because sometimes when the word is going forth, watch me, it's going to cut me. Let's talk. I walked in my office today, I said, I feel like he man. This thing, I got a lot of swords, but this one, God, dog. I said, let him walk up on me today with some mess. Listen. Watch me, watch me. Seriously, this is like a He-Man, so this thing is heavy. This is super heavy. Pay attention, pay attention. Listen, 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 listen. How do I know that the word is working? It's because it makes me feel uncomfortable with me. There ought to be sometimes I'm preaching where the word starts smacking you and cutting you and you start saying, is he talking about me? Yep, sure is. I'm talking about you and your mama and your daddy and your cousin. Why? Because you got too much to do ahead of you than to be stuck because of where you lack wisdom. Hear the wise people. The wise people come to church saying, correct me. Help me get myself together. Watch me. The wise women say, Bishop, snatch my edges back. Snatch this weave off my head. Get this. Y'all ain't going to say, make my soul in, not be sold in no more. The wise men say, Bishop, preach so hard, I look bald-headed like you. I Say, Lord, give me wisdom. See, that's the wise people. The wise people come to church and they're ready to grow. The wise people come to church and they're like, listen, I want to be corrected. The wise people come to church and say, I don't need to hear what I know. I want to hear what I don't know. If you come here and I'm preaching to you everything you already know, then what do you need me for? You don't need just some milk toast, corn flakes, corn pops word that you already know and you can say everything the preacher's getting ready to say. You need a word that when you listen to you, you're like... You like that girl on five heartbeats when the man was singing. You all uncomfortable in your. Say, Lord, make me uncomfortable. Why? Because when he makes you uncomfortable, he's about to give you something that's outside of your comfort zone. If he's making you uncomfortable, he's about to give you something that's bigger than where you are. Why? You got to stretch for this. This. Somebody say, make me uncomfortable. 
Then the second thing, the way that you get wisdom is through, watch me, it is through your labor, what you go through. God doesn't waste anything. Everything you've been through was necessary for now. I'll say it again. Everything you've been through was necessary for now. I'll say it again. Everything you've been through is necessary for now. I'll say it a third time or a fourth time or a fifth time or a hundredth time because I need you to get it. Because some of you are like, I just wasted my 20s. No, you didn't. They were necessary for your 30s. I wasted my 30s. No, you didn't. They were necessary for your 40s. I wasted my 40s. No, you didn't. They were necessary for your 50s. I wasted my 50s. No, you didn't. They were necessary for your 60s. I wasted time in that relationship. No, you didn't. You watch me. You were sowing seeds for your next. Oop. God says, you ain't about to live in dysfunction all your life. Life is too precious for you to be sitting up living in misery. You better open up your mouth and say, he's about to use everything I've been through. You didn't know why you went through it, but you were picking up something while you were there. Third thing is through your losses. And on Sunday, I talked to this message. What hurt you deepest actually helped you most. We look at the losses and the hurt of certain people. Number one, we looked at Job. Job's hurt is found uh, and, and it's encapsulated in Job 16 and 14. Job, in two days, loses virtually everything. He loses all of his possessions. All of his children die. He is left, pay attention, with his wife. Pay attention, and his wife is crazy. How you know? Because she tells him, you ought to just curse God and die. Be careful, because when the enemy wants to pollute you, he uses somebody close to you. Why? Because you won't suspect it's going to come through your sister. You won't suspect it's going to come through your brother. And for some of you, you need to tell some of the people close to you, uh-uh, get the heck up out my ear, because you're not about to poison me. And you know what Job told his wife? I feel like preaching. Job told his wife, woman, you sound foolish. Some of y'all need to text some people back. You sound foolish. You, I know that's your mama. You need to say, mama, with all due respect, I love you, baby. But what you just said is foolish. Daddy, I love you with all due respect. But you just said is foolish. And you're not about to pull me out into the fool's land. On Wednesday, did not preach, don't be foolish. Watch me. She, he says, woman, you sound foolish. He said, you think I'm going to curse God and die? He said, so do we only accept the good and not the bad? He said, do we only, watch me, do, do you, he essentially says to his wife, do you think I'm out here trying to make God a trick? Do you think I'm trying to pimp God to only get, watch me, I pray you're not the type of Christian that the only time he hears from you is when you want something. Oh, God, I pray you're not the type of Christian that the only time you're in church is because you're going through hell. You need to make it a priority. So even when you're on the mountaintop, I'm going to praise him in the valley. I'll praise him when I'm good. I'll praise him when I'm bad. I'll praise him when I'm happy. I'll praise him when I'm sad. I'll praise him. Why? I will bless the at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my job encapsulates his experience this way and he says he breaks me mm. <laughs> this is why look at me you couldn't rebuke it you can't rebuke when God is breaking <laughs> only thing you can do is either submit to it watch me or delay it B but you cannot avoid it <laughs> I'm gonna back the thing up <laughs> well, watch me you, you can be mad at it or you can delay it. For some of you all, watch me. The reason some of the stuff in your life now feels like a repeat is because all you did was delay it last time. And God says, oh, no, there's still a breaking on the schedule. Watch me. Because I can't give you breakthrough until I first break you down. You're doing the most, and I can't get you into what I'm trying to get you into. 
You're going to say, he breaks me with wound upon wound. He runs at me like a warrior. And that word breaks in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament, means breaking causes breakthrough. Say, breaking causes breakthrough. Whenever things are breaking down, please look at me. That's because he's about to give you breakthrough. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. If nothing's breaking down, then I can tell you the last two months of this year ain't going to be good for you. But if you got some areas of your life where you're like, here's your shout. He made you a promise. Breaking causes. I want to know who's going to release a praise in this building and online that the last two months of 2021 are going to be way better than the first 10. If you believe it shall break me, God. Breaking causes breakthrough. Breaking causes growth. And breaking causes increase. So when Job is actually trying to complain about his breaking, Job is really prophesying that his breaking is what's giving him breakthrough. Notice, wound upon wound. Say thing after thing. Let me tell you how you know the last two months for you of this 2021 natural year that we are in. We know we're in a new spiritual year, and you're in the beginning of that. But let me tell you, let me tell you how you know it's going to be amazing. It's because every time you turn around, it ain't good news. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes you don't even want to see what it is. Because you're like, ah, oh, here we go. What is it? Say wound upon wound. Say again, wound upon wound. Which means, listen, I woke up expecting good. Then I got wounded. I woke up expecting breakthrough. Watch me. And I got wounded. But the wound is the way to the breakthrough. Mm. The wound is the way to the breakthrough. Say wound upon wound. Which means before I get time, before I get time to recover from this one, I got another one. 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 From this, and now they put their foot on me. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Watch me. But notice what he did. He broke me down so that I could get breakthrough. Why? Woman with the issue of blood. Stand up. Woman with the issue of blood. You're never gonna get to Jesus like this. You're gonna have to bring broken down. To get to the ground so that's watch me I don't mind crawling to get to what I want I'm not too proud to have to go through a little because my breakdown is what causes my thank you he runs at me like a warrior grab the sword run at me please he runs at me like it's heavy don't underestimate it he runs it to be easy though this is heavy no, I'm just saying you may accidentally tip it over You don't want no problems. <laughs> if one more label try to stop me, it's gonna be some harvester in, in, in the lobby. Yo, yo, you don't want no problem, want no problem with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop, stop. Stop, stop, stop. All right, watch. 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 You ready? Look, he runs at me. Watch me. But, but pay attention. Where are you? You're already down. You're down. When you're like that, then he's like, come on, let's finish this. Anybody was a gamer? Anybody ever like video games? There was a video game called Mortal Kombat. Y'all better come on. And in Mortal Kombat, when your opponent was down, 
they'd say, finish him. Uh Uh-uh. But watch me. When God says finish him, he doesn't mean destroy him. It means finish him. I'll come over here. Some of y'all missed it. In other words, everything I was trying to complete in him, I finished in him. I finished in her. Open up your mouth and say, God, finish me. Type it on the screen and you shout it in the building on three. One, two, three. God, finish me. Say it again. God, finish me. Thank you all. Watch me. Thank you all. Watch me. He comes to me like a champion, <laughs> like a chief. He says, I'm going to give you battles that you're like, why am I going through this for this? You're going to look at the size of the battle, and you're going to look at your current and say, it ain't even worth the fight. But this ain't about what I'm at. This is about where I'm headed. This isn't about where you live. This is about what you're about to buy. I want to prophesy because I just heard the Lord. Somebody, I don't know if you're in this building or online. The Lord says all their other contracts just fell through. They're coming back to you. The first one you went for, they're about to come back. And you're going to pay the price you wanted to pay. Some of y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. That's fine. He runs at me like a warrior, like a chief. In other words, he's fighting me at a level that I don't even think I'm at. He's allowing it to happen. Watch me. While I'm already in a wounded place, but look at Job's help. Say, what hurt him? Helped him most. Job 42.3. Therefore, I uttered what I did not understand. Pay attention. See, this is why he needed to be finished, because he talked too much. Everybody look at me. You talk too much. No, I just want to be very direct with you. I'm not going to sugarcoat this today. You had enough of that and still ain't changed, so we're going to get changed in you today. You talk too much. Listen, my hand is up first. Listen, just, just elbow your neighbor and say, you talk too much. Watch me, because you talk about, look at what the scripture says. I uttered what I didn't understand. I was speaking on what I didn't understand. And I had the nerve to question what I didn't create. I had the nerve to challenge a God that had created everything as if he didn't know what he was doing with me. Well, you better open your mouth and say, Lord, forgive me for running my mouth. I, well, Lord, I'm sick of going through this. You don't get to determine. You didn't make him. He made you. And if you're going through it again, evidently there's some wisdom you didn't get out of it the first time, which means we needed to let those clothes go through a second spin cycle so that we get all of what needs to come out out. So watch me. He recognized he talked too much. I need you to pay attention to this because wise people recognize when it's time to shut up. Watch me. Look at me, which is most of the time. Wise people recognize, you know what? There's, just be quiet. Let me help some of y'all, because some of y'all, nah, I'm going to say, speak my mind. I'm going to give me a piece of my mind. That's why you ain't got none of your mind left. You can give it to everybody. Elbow somebody says, sometimes just be quiet. Say, it doesn't require words. It requires worship. You can get a lot more done. You talk about, I'm sick of these people. Get on your knees and worship, and God will change their heart. Let's go, let's go. We got to move, we got to move. Watch me, watch me. Verse 10, excuse me, verse 6, verse 6. Therefore, I abhor myself. Job says, I'm sick of me. Wise people, wise people have a healthy self-check. Wise people have a healthy self-check. What do you mean self-check? Wise people know how to say to themselves, you, you, need, to, you, you need to get your... Wise people, everybody look at me. Come on, I know this is 915, but can I preach to you like you did 915? 
Wise people know how to cuss themselves out. Now, I'm not saying talk bad to yourself and call yourself names. Wise people know how to say, you know what? I said to myself the other day, because I was just having, uh, just, I just said, Lord, I'm doing that. And I said, you know what I said? I walked into the mirror. I said, if you don't stop acting like a punk. See, this is too much for some of y'all. But watch me. When you see what God's about to do for me, you're going to understand what I had to talk to myself. Because it's getting ready to happen. It's getting ready to happen. I'll preach over here. It's getting ready to happen. Atlanta, it's getting ready to happen. Job said, I got myself together. Sometimes you need to get in your car and drive and check you. No radio, nothing playing. And you need to say, if you, you need to look in that mirror and say, if you don't shut up, the same God that got you through that is the same God that's going to get. And while you're complaining, you're missing all of the great stuff that God is doing for you. Elbow somebody say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. So look what he did. So then he says, I repent and dust and ashes. I'm repenting. Sackcloth and ashes was one of the things that they did was, was a sign of open repentance. So that when people saw them, they knew they were repentant. Pay attention. We live in a generation that is too prideful to look like they're repent, repentful. What do you mean generation of time? And it's every age group. So don't say, yep, they're millennials. Mm -mm, I'm talking to you, wherever your age group is. But watch me. Because they wanted everybody to know I was wrong. We have a lot of people who you're so prideful that rather than saying I was wrong, you just don't say nothing. And in the Bible, they wanted everybody to know I got ashes on and I'm repenting because I was wrong. Watch me. For some of you, I heard the Lord say I would do it. The only reason I have it is because you are too arrogant to admit you were wrong. Oh, God, look at this. Verse 10. Somebody say, this is where I'm at. If you don't talk to me like an army, say, this is where I'm at. Watch me. Job, it hurt him, but it helped him. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Watch me. The same friends that were giving him bad information, he had to turn around and pray for. Because as a wise man, he realized there's no hurting me to help you. So even though you did me wrong, watch me pray for you. For some of you, let me tell you what's about to happen in your November and December. There's some people you were intent on having a grudge against. And the Lord said, in church today, you're about to call their name and pray for them. And I hear the Lord loud and clear. And this week, somebody's about to see this verse manifest. I, I need you to put, watch me, whoever you've been mad at, whoever you had an attitude with, whoever you've been bitter with, I need you to say, Lord, I release it. Put their names in the atmosphere. Say it right now. If it's you, say your name. If it's your mama, say her name. If it's your daddy, say his name. Say his name. Whoever it is, say it. If it's your boss, say it. Whoever it is, say it. Say, I pray for them, not against them. Lord, bless them. Lord, get the glory out of their lives. Come on, say, I give it to you. Now I can receive. Now I can receive. Now I can receive. You need to type that in the chat. I need you to go to five people in this building and fist bump them and say double, 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 double. 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 
double, 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 double. Say, I ain't got time for that. Say, because God ain't with that. It would have been easy for Job to stay mad at his friends. If I look at me, some of y'all, listen, the only thing that fuels you is your anger for other people. And God says, this is why you, this is why you, this is why, must me, this is why you're not hot. Job had to make a conscious decision. I'm not going to let what y'all have done to me mess with me and God. I wish y'all would stop letting people get in between you and God. I wish you stopped letting people get in between you and your man of God. I, Mm-mm. You got to learn how to tell people, say, listen, come to me with one sideways word and I will oops upside your head. Why? Because that's the voice I've been assigned to and that voice speaks life into my life. And if you curse the voice, then you curse my life, which means I got to. Indeed, the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Pay attention. He didn't get double because he lasted. He got double because he got wise. Some of you are like, Lord, when is it going to turn? You haven't gotten wisdom yet, so it can't turn. Watch me. Indeed, the Lord gave Job, here it is, twice as much as he had before. What if I told you, watch me, what you thought you had that was awesome? I, I ain't got enough faith in the building. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Uh, watch me. What if I told you what you thought was amazing? That praise report you heard doing BTS. Watch me. Neither one of those people live in this city. And they're a part of our church. Neither one of them live in this city. Watch me. And you saw how one thing after another thing after another thing, because when they heard the word, they got wisdom. They didn't sit on it. Some of you need to get off your blessed assurance and put the word to work. Somebody say, I'm about to work this word. Which means I got to get wisdom. Then we looked at Noah's hurt. Come on, I got to move. We looked at Noah's hurt. We looked at Noah's hurt in Genesis 8, 5 in the 10th month. In the 10th month. Some of y'all can't count. January, February, March, April, come on, May, June. July, August, September. In the 10th month. Hmm? <laughs> why, why does the Bible not name the Hebrew month it was, which is what the Bible is based off of? The Bible leaves ambiguity so you can personalize it for yourself. It didn't say in the month of Tishri. It didn't say in the month of Nisan. It didn't say any of that. It says the 10th month, which means you can apply this scripture to you just like it's talking to you today, not to Noah thousands of years ago. So just for those of you that believe it, shout this month. Watch me. The tops of the mountains were seen. This was the mountain range called Ararat. Say Ararat. Noah goes through a flood. I talked about this last week. Noah goes through a flood. Noah looks like a fool preparing for something he had never seen. Noah goes through tremendous, watch me, hurt. What do you mean hurt? Because Noah has to interrupt the flow of his life in order to obey a call that he didn't ask for. Mm. 
I gotta be around stinking animals. Watch me. I didn't ask for that. I gotta be stuck in this boat with these people. I didn't ask for that. I've got to do something I did not ask to do. I did not volunteer to do, but God looked at me and he chose me anyway. For some of you, let me help you. You'll, you'll, you'll finally walk in wisdom when you realize that you've been chosen and you can't change his choosing. You were the one chosen to deal with what the other, with what the family would sweep under the rug. You were the one that was chosen to be the curse breaker. You were the one that was chosen to be the seven-figure earner in your, in your bloodline. Say, I've been chosen. And so now this flood, the Bible says that the aquifers of the earth open, water's coming from the earth, and it's coming from above. The earth is flooding. Say, it's a flood. Come on, say it like you mean it. Say, it's a flood. Now, if you live in Colorado, you probably haven't seen floods. In the South, I remember years and years ago where the Mississippi was flooding downtown Memphis. It was flooding. And the pyramid, which is right next to the river, all of that, all, lots of that, it was, the water was there, the water was spreading. I remember watching on the news, and I remember asking uh, about some family that I said, are they, are they still here because it's a flood? It was a morning show, uh, and I, you know, they said it's flooding, people dying. I said, well, they still here because they say people dying, and they say Memphis is flooding. So in my mind, the whole city was flooded, but it wasn't the whole city. It was just downtown. Pay attention. For Noah, the entire earth was flooded. Watch me. This is so powerful. And what the flood did, because Noah built the ark, he built the boat. Watch me. The flood, which killed other people. Please pay attention to me. Watch me. It didn't do that to him. Somebody say, I'm wiser. The relationship that made her lose her mind, it made you find yours. I, the situation that made somebody give up on God, it made you find God. See, the thing that killed everybody else on the earth, for Noah, it lifted his boat. Somebody say, I'm lifting, I'm lifting, I'm lifting, I'm lifting. See, we wise people will take the same thing and they'll handle it a different way. Open your mouth, say, I'm wise. So watch me, so watch me. So everybody else on the earth is gone, but Noah rises. And he gets to the mountaintop. And here's what the name of that range means. It means, watch me, pain, sorrow, and hurt caused me to be great. <laughs> Literally, where he lands is prophetic. Pain, sorrow, and hurt caused me to be great. Y'all stay with me. The flooding forced Noah. Mm. I, when, I, when I say the word forced, after that, say your name. The flooding forced to the mountaintops. Some of y'all, watch me, that's how you ended up in Denver. You didn't pick Denver. God says, I need to get you around somebody that can speak life into you. So I'll bring you from a Mississippi. I'll bring you from a South Carolina. I'll bring you from another place. Why? I just need you to know that there's about to be glory after. Look, flooding forced Noah to the mountaintops. What does this mean? To a Literally, the, the phrase mountaintops is an idiom. What does that mean? It's, it's got a Hebrew dual meaning. It means this, to achieve his best. What hurt him made him achieve his best. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. If you would stop thinking something was wrong and start saying, Lord, give me wisdom out of this, you would actually understand that it's what's going to make you achieve your best. Mm. Uh-uh. Wrong neighbor. R wrong neighbor's next to you. Because they should have been shouting for you. <laughs> Come on, can you just lean over on them? If they don't look like a leaner, just elbow them. If they don't look like a leaner or an elbow or fist bump them. If they don't look like either three, smack them in the face. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Watch me. Watch me. Just tell them, say, if you would stop complaining about it, 
for one moment, it would start working for you. Come on. Say so you're about to achieve your best. Uh-oh, your best financial quarter. Uh-oh, your best Christianity. Uh-oh, your best spirituality. Somebody say, I'm achieving my best. So look, so look, so look, so look at Noah's help. Look at his help. Look at that. Because Noah just obeyed. Noah just obeyed. Noah just followed the instructions. Noah just dealt with it. And for some of you, watch me, you think something's wrong when you have to deal with what you think stinks. The devil's attacking me. No, the devil ain't got nothing to do with the flood. Nowhere in that flood did it have anything to do with the devil. All of it was God. What if I told you the people ticking you off right now weren't the devil? What if I told you they were God? Okay, everything, ain't nobody in the building got people ticking you off. Well, I got some people that's ticking me off, and I had to say, Lord, this ain't the devil. This is. You ready? Genesis 8 and 20. We got to go. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and offered burnt offerings on that altar. So what did Noah do? What it helped him to do is to learn to live a life of sacrifice. Got it? Because, because watch me, Noah, you are forced to sacrifice. For 40 days, it floods. It takes 150 days for the water to subside, which means that the aftermath of the trauma lasted longer than the trauma. It happened five weeks ago. You the one still mad. What you mad for? What you mad for? Why are you angry about it? Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me? Watch me. They did you wrong last November, and you still mad. You about to elbow somebody and say, let that go, please. Say, God used it for your good. And say, I speak life. Come on, let me just stir you up. Say, I prophesy to you. He'll pay you back in November and December. I got to go. I got to go. Yeah, you will. Then, then look at Genesis 9-1. So God blessed Noah and his sons. What hurt him deepest helped him most. Then we looked at Paul's hurt. 2 Corinthians 12, 7. Paul said, watch me, lest I should be exalted, considered or arrogant above measure by the abundance of revelations, a thorn, something that irritated me, something that was discomforting to me, something that was painful to me. Watch me, it was given to me. Can I just park there for three seconds because I only got a few minutes. Watch me. It was given to me. Pay attention. Pain is a gift. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Trauma is a gift. I'll wait. Challenges are a gift. I'll wait. The Lord wouldn't give you something. Watch me. Look at the screen. It was given to me. Watch me. It, watch me. It wasn't a curse. It was a gift. Some of y'all are like, why do I keep going through all of this? What if I told you God loaded you with gifts? And if you would stop whining but start getting wisdom, you would be thankful for it. Matter of fact, you'd be able to call your mama and say, thank you for dropping me off. You'd be able to call your daddy and say, thank you for what you did. You'd be able to call that boss and say, I'm glad you fired me. I needed to grow. Somebody say, pain is a gift. Uh-uh, I need y'all to please talk to me like an army. Shout it, pain is a gift. What's me? What's me? A thorn in the flesh was given to me. God says, let me give you some gifts. 
You prayed for gifts. I gave you some. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. I gave you some gifts. Mm. <laughs> a messenger of Satan. Pay attention. Uh-oh. What, what, given to me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Given to me. Given to me by who? By God. Who did he use to give it to me? The devil. I'll wait for you to catch it. It was given to me by who? God. Who did he use? The devil. God is so good. Watch me. Our God is so bad. Say, how bad is he? By bad, I mean good. You understand? It's a colloquialism. Our God is so bad, watch me, that he uses your enemy like a pawn in chess. God is like, you think you got her? Oh, no. Bam. Then he'll get on the other side. Bam. God is the only God that plays chess with himself. I feel bad for the people who thought your game was over because they thought they had you in check, but God's about to get checkmate. I, I need you to open up your mouth, please, and say, thank you, Lord for using the devil. Thank you, Lord, for using my enemy to bless me. Thank God they, they tried to talk about you on Facebook. Thank God they tried to talk crazy about you to other people. You sitting here mad like, why are these people talking? Because you something. Don't nobody talk about somebody that ain't nothing. They don't pull somebody next to you and say, you don't even know who you are. You sitting up here mad. You want a little quiet life. Well, guess what? God didn't save you from hell. Didn't save you and give you gifts and talents and skills and abilities for you just to sit back, pay bills, have babies and die. But he sent you to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. Let's go. So look, so look. <laughs> Here's his help. Paul begs the Lord for three times. He says, Lord, please take this from me. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. If you keep aborting because you don't like the pain, it won't change what you have to deliver. He will just have to take you through the labor process again. And I need you to say, I'm not going through this again. Ooh, I feel God right there. Uh-uh. I'm not going through this. I'm not going through these 15 years again in my next 15. I, oh, open your mouth and say, I'm not going through this again. Look at me, 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 look at me. He's not changed his mind about what he sent you to produce. So if you keep aborting, you're like, it's over. He's like, nope, we're just going to start the labor process over again. And for some of y'all, every year you keep going through the same labor. But what if I came to tell you, this ain't for everybody, but for those of you in this building, for those of you online, who you deter, say, I'm not going through this again. Uh-uh, uh-uh, I ain't dealing with this again. Hey, bye. John, Don, 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 Yes, 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 yes. And I'm telling you, no, 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 no. I don't care how much you want a yes, 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 yes. My answer still, no, 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 no. This has got an 1115 vibe on it. Look at me. He says, no, Paul. Paul, I'm about to use you to change Asia. 
Paul preached the gospel to all of what was known of Asia in two years and three months. Paul did it. Because he was bigger than his zip code. I figured out, I figured out the warfare of, of the region that the Lord had me to start in. He said, because I want that region to try to make you think that you're only as big as that zip code. You better elbow somebody next to you and say, you're bigger than your zip code. Paul, I'm going to use you. Paul, Paul you're going to be so anointed. People will, people will touch something that touched you. People will touch something that touched you. Come here. People will touch something. Come here. People will touch something that touched you. Watch me. And when it touches them, it's going to heal them. Yeah. Keep that. Because the same oil on me. The anointing that's on your head. God said, you take you some. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. You ready? You ready? This is so Paul, no. I'm not going to take this from you. I'm not taking it from you. Lord, why I keep going? I'm not taking it. No. Lord, but these people, I know. Deal with it. Elbow somebody say, nobody's coming. Nobody's say it's on you. It's on you. <laughs> he said, he said, he said, he said, watch me. He says, Paul, my grace is good enough for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Why? Here's the weakness. You can't remove the thorn, so you need God. Like, like you ever had one of them, what do they call those things? Um, splinters. And you just, look, can you start making an old, 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 old man face? Get you some tweezers. And then you just get to the point where you say, Watch me, it'll heal. <laughs> Somebody said this, say, Stop picking at it, it'll heal. Here it is, and I got to quit because I'm out of time, so it's going to be one of them Sundays. We'll see if I finish it next experience. <laughs> i get as far as I can. Mr. Bright's supposed to be doing this. I had him. I said, Bishop, I said, send me your notes. I said, I'll try to, and then I looked at his notes. I said, I cannot, I, where are your notes? I can't even do that. I said, he said, no, it's real. I said, I cannot even do that. I said, Lord, what you want me to say? <laughs> Because this ain't what you want me to say. This is his message. He can preach his message. I was just trying to, you know, the graphics was done. I was just trying to be efficient. You know, listen. All right, let's go. If I look, if I look, if I look. These three men changed when they corrected, when were corrected. Watch me. Their hurt was designed to help. Say, my hurt is supposed to help me. Because they were wise and honorable. Say, they changed. Question, have you? Have you? Have you? Proverbs 15, 32. 
He who neglects it ignores instruction and discipline, hates himself. But he who learns from rebuke, he who learns from correction, he who learns from hurt, acquires understanding, Amplified says, and he grows in wisdom. But look at me, look at me. They changed. This is why it helped them. For some of you, for some of us, watch me, you were so dogmatic not to change because you think you were right. So you spend your life trying to prove your accuracy rather than allowing what hurts you to help you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Say, Lord, let it help me. So here it is. I got to go through this like Speedy Gonzalez. This is the last part. If we get this done, this will be a miracle. You ready? Wise people, the Lord, he says, I want you to focus on these areas. He said, because, because these are the areas that I allowed hurt and I wanted to help. But for some, they're still holding on to. And here's the Lord told me very, very loud and clear. He said this. He said, son, if they will recognize that what hurt them was designed to kill these things I'm about to show you in them. He said, literally, he said, you think testimonies are coming in. He said, but everybody connected to Harvest will look over the next two months of this calendar year and say, now, some of y'all, watch me, some of y'all, you didn't respond when I said that. And if you don't expect much, then I understand why you're not doing much. But if you expect God to blow your mind in the last two months of this calendar year, I'm going to give you five seconds just to voice this. I'm going to give you five seconds to worship God right there in the building and online. Go. Five, four, three, two, one. On three, somebody holler, do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Say it again. Do it, Lord. Proverbs 6.16. Here's why he allowed hurt. Because there's some things he hates. Uh-oh. These six things the Lord hates. I allowed hurt because there's things in you that I hate. I don't hate you, but I hate some of what you do. And while I'm about to say this, some of y'all instantly you want to start thinking of other people's sin, but God said, I want to deal with what's in your heart. The word hates there is this uh, uh, Hebrew word sane, S-A-N-E, which means God is an enemy to these things. He's not an enemy to you. He's an enemy to these things. See, God ain't with some stuff. There's some stuff God ain't with. Watch me. Uh, seven to him, he says, these are an abomination. What does that mean? This is disgusting to me. This is dishonorable to me. Watch the first thing. Watch me. It ain't sin. Watch me as you think of it. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't the stuff you want to point out in other people. Watch me. He says, the thing I hate most is a proud look. What does that mean? Is that you sit from a seat of pride as if you are exempt from what everybody else must do. You look down on other people. You think you're better than other people. You think because you got a little accomplishment that you can look down on other people. And you look at new people and you're like, ooh, she's just a this, that, and the other. Listen, well, while you're trying to call her a hoe, you need to remember when you were one too. Because it wasn't that long ago when you was one out. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. While you trying to judge somebody new, it wasn't that long ago when you was out there. Watch me. And you weren't even getting paid. At least you're getting paid. You ain't getting nothing. Y'all ain't, I feel like preaching. Right? While you want to judge a young person, you at one time were a young person. It may have not been Meg the Stallion for you. It was Eddie Kendricks and the Temptations there. But baby, at one point you were young too. Look at your neighbor say, don't be arrogant. Say, stop being prideful. 
Here's the second thing God says he hates. He says, I hate a liar. I don't hate the person, I hate they lying. Look at me, there are over 30 types of lies that are practiced, and the top ones that are practiced, number one, deflecting. Why would I do that, liar? You didn't deny it. You deflected. Omission. Did you go over Darlene's house? No. Now, I ain't telling you I went to Shirley's house. Y'all know they're my church characters. Pathological liar. You don't live in reality. We saw what that looked like in America. I said it. Just lie because you're talking. Is it Monday? No, it's not Monday. Everybody knows it's Friday. Everyone loves Friday. It's a great day. Some of you all, watch me, you do not live in reality. You have created a false reality. Nothing's ever your fault. Watch this next one, and this one's subtle. God says, I hate this. Exaggeration. Here's the, here's the, watch me, exaggeration. You know what exaggeration is? It's sensationalism. Everybody mad. No, just her behind. That ain't everybody. People are saying, people ain't saying nothing. She said it. It's a lot of people. It ain't a lot of people. You're a sensationalist. And God says, I hate the fact that you make things worse than they are because you want to feel important when you talk. Dismissal. That's ridiculous. But you didn't deny. God says, I hate that. The last one, white lies. You know when we give white lies? Watch me. Watch me. We give white lies when we try to keep a false sense of peace. Some of you all, watch me. This is the stuff God says, I hate. You're like, no, nah, I didn't even say that because you, know you know how she is. But guess what? You lying about it ain't going to make it better. It's too quiet in this building. Say, Lord, forgive me for a proud look. Say, forgive me for a lying tongue. Look at the next thing. God says, I hate this. I hate hands that shed innocent blood. What does this mean? You destroy other people without cause. You have issues with people that you don't even know. You do it without cause. You have an issue with people you do not even know. You destroy other people without cause. You comment on stuff on social media as if you know the truth. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You think because it's online, it's got to be true. Not realizing that the social media networks we use intentionally amplify what they know to be untruthful because they realize that most people like to look at other people's problems to feel better about theirs. Say, Lord, forgive me for shedding innocent blood. So you said, Mr. I haven't killed anybody. No, your gossip did. No, you didn't kill them. No, no, you didn't literally kill them. You just killed their influence. I rebuke any spirit. I heard God right there. I rebuke any spirit that would try to kill the influence. I hear the Lord saying, of your man of God. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm about to find you out. In the name of Jesus, I destroy the spirit that would shed innocent blood. Somebody say, we shut that down. Look at somebody next to you and say, I shut it down in your life. Say, everybody trying to shed your blood? Tell them. Say, I shut it down in the spirit. You ain't going to kill my influence. The Lord will smite you before he lets you run your mouth out me. Hey, open your mouth and worship God right there. Go. I got to move. I got to move. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. I got to go. If you stand in the force, I'm going to hurry up. 
a heart that devises wicked plans. God says, I hate this. He says, if you're a schemer and a scammer, let me throw this one in there, and a skeezer, if you come up with deceitful ideas, if you come up with iniquity, watch me, God says, I hate that. Iniquity, generational sin, generational curse. God says, if you act like your mama and your mama was wrong, I hate the fact that you act like her. He said, I hate it. It's your Bible. Somebody says, he hates it. Feet that are swift in running to evil. What does this mean? You run to what's bad for you. You run to calamity. You run to what's contrary to you. The word evil means contrary to you. God says, you run to it. He says, you look for trouble and then you find it. Well, I can't see that. Bring that to me. I can't see that. You run to stuff that's bad for you. You run to stuff that's not good for you. You run to that stuff. Thank you. Watch me. Watch me. Look at this last one. He hates words he can't read. (laughs) (laughs) A false witness who speaks lies. I thought, I thought he hated a lying tongue. This is different. Lying to people versus lying, versus lying to people about people. A lying tongue means you lie to people. Watch me. Watch me. A false witness who speaks lies means you lie to people about people. Every liar, you better know he hates what you do. Every one of you that likes to get and have your little lunches after church and your little meetings with people and your little this and that, and you like to start wagging your tongue. Oh, I'm coming for whatever I sense in the atmosphere. I'm coming for whatever I sense. You do your little lying meetings and all that. God says, I hate what you're doing. Ever somebody say, don't lie on me. Say, God might get you. He says, I hate it. And here's the last one. Hey, Basha, you take this. No, 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 no. Because we got to stop. We got to stop. We got to stop. Everybody's standing. Watch me. Look, look at me. Look at this last one. Here's the last thing God says. And this one, he says, is an abomination. He says, six I hate. One, seven of them I hate, and it's disgusting to me. You know what it's not? Look, look at me. I'm not saying it's right, but he didn't say cussing. I'm, I'm, not, saying, I'm not saying it's right. 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 All the stuff Christians want to judge other people for, God is like, I ain't even thinking about that. He says, you know what I hate? One who sows discord. Among the brethren. Translation. You so mess through gossip, dishonor, rebellion, and an attitude. And after you so mess, you got the nerve to leave. Well, I was driving to church this morning. I, I felt like Samuel. I heard sheep talking in my ears. So I bind gossip. Not only in church, but in your family, on your job, in your relatives. I bind up those that would sow gossip and sow mess. Somebody say, we bind it up. Say, no gossip. Say, no dishonor. Say, no rebellion. In Jesus' name. All right. Listen, listen, listen. If you need to give your life to the Lord, text the number on the screen. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord, I love you. I need you. Save me. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746. 
and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's.